Hey everybody, Chuck and Stacy here. Welcome to VO Buzz Weekly, and I believe today is all about video games. It's about video games. It's about incredible acting, and it is about Nolan North. You know him from Uncharted, Assassin's Creed, Deadpool. Whew, he's awesome. Heck yeah, let's get buzzed. Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. And now, prepare to get seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacy J. Aswan. Okay, you may recognize our guest from Pretty Little Liars, but you definitely know him from his stellar work in animation and some of the most popular video game franchises to date, like Assassin's Creed, Uncharted, Destiny, Deadpool, Prince of Persia. I could do this for an hour and a half and still not name everybody. You can look it up on your own, but in the meantime, stay with us because we're getting buzzed with the totally awesome Nolan North. Nolan North, ladies and gentlemen. Bam. There we are. Bam, get down. Thanks for being here. Are you kidding? Thanks Good for having see me. You, yeah. How are you? Love I'm doing the hat. great. Yeah, well, thank you. know, I just did the chapeau. I didn't do my hair today, so, so I just figured I'd I don't understand cover it up. The, the how somebody like you who isn't very busy, how can you be so hard to get on the show? I, I don't know, you know, I, I've been outside, I've banged on the door, you're like, we got Jess this week, thank you. We got, we got you know, Rob Paulson, we, we yeah. got Troy Baker, we yeah. don't need you. That's so I'm funny, just glad man. you could fit me Aww. in at some point. No, no, this guy so. is seriously the busiest guy in the world, so yes. thank you for making a little time for well, us, of course. You know, I would we'll say I got it. an extra scoop of persistence, so I'm like, we're just going to keep doing it. But you guys actually... We're at the Calgary Yeah, last con time we saw each other was at a con in, in Calgary or something like that. Probably having some dinner in the green room or something. I know. Yeah. Well, well, dinner. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> Snacks, whatever you decided. Yeah. Grazing. Yeah, well, yeah. You, were, you Grazing. were busy getting ready to get out the jam up. It was rock sugar. sugar absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and you were signing autographs and making billions of dollars. Yes. Um, so. Um, well, everyone around it, no, the world I, is I, very excited. Billions is, is a. Billions. Billions is a bit of an example. I'm using that term, though. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. I, I made billions today. It was hundreds of millions in Calgary. Hundreds but of millions. But it was uh, just loonies and, 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 you right. know, and, yeah. and toonies. Loonies yeah. and toonies. Loonies and toonies. Yeah. Get down. Okay, so we're going to get down. Yeah, get Interview down, starts Chuck. Now, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Um, so, dude, you have a background in journalism? Yeah. Journalism. Um, Stand-up comedy. How, how'd you find your way from all that into acting? You know, people ask me that a lot, like, how did you become an actor? And, and for me, um, it was really kind of a process of elimination, you know. Um, I, I went to college to play baseball, and I did that, and I had a chance to play some pro, and I hurt my shoulder, and that was done. And I figured, well, the next best thing, you know, to be around sports that I liked was would be, you know, get on ESPN, be that guy. That That's good. Do that. So I went, I, I was dating someone in Boston, so I went to graduate school at Emerson uh, College for broadcasting, because... I had a degree in journalism from University of North Carolina where you know, Charles Kuralt and Roger Mudd and, uh, and uh, famously uh, Stuart Scott, nice. who's passed away yeah. uh, from ESPN. Yeah. Uh, he was there after me though. I, um, uh, sadly, I never, I never knew him. But, uh, and, and here's the thing, I, I did grad school and then got a job right away in New York, New Jersey in that market, a new, new uh, station. It started up and I got a chance to be an on-camera reporter and I did it for a year. And I saw and reported on some of the most horrific things. Mm. Uh, and it just wasn't me. 
you know, and, and uh, I was living in New York City and traveling out every day, and uh, I had a cameraman who had a bit of a drug problem at the time. Let's see. So, uh, you're a good cameraman, though. Don't, yeah, well, don't do anything. When they show wonky. The shots could be wonky. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. fine. He wouldn't show up, and I had the cameras. So oh sometimes I interviewed Al Gore when he was the vice president, like this. You were doing selfies before they were selfies. I was, yeah, well, the camera no weighed about oh 30 my pounds. Gosh, dude, oh, that's insane. Um, I remember I was in. Uh, I was in Jersey City, New Jersey, interviewing Al Gore, and it just looked like a complete idiot. Like, hi, and you know, NBC and all these other stations around. I'm like, hi. Yeah. 20, was I 20? Everybody else, two guys, you're doing your own. But you're a problem solver. You made it work. Yeah, well, you have to. That's how it works. But yeah, and then I I just was miserable, you know? But so Mm -hmm. in my, I started freelancing. I just to get stuff off my chest, I would, I started going out and doing some stand up. I had always written it and. There were a couple open mics, and I had done it in college. Uh, at one point, I, uh, uh, you know, just had done it at a place called Charlie Goodnight's Comedy Zone uh, yeah. down in Chapel Hill, then in Durham, and here and there, and uh, local little amateur contests just for a goof. Just for goof. And um, then did in New York, think, I was doing it. Did you think you were funny at the time? <clears throat> it, you know what? I, I actually once won a contest in college, and I got to open for George Carlin. Oh, wow. Um, and you know, like you got seven minutes, and there was a few wow. other of us, mm-hmm. a few of us yeah. that got to do it. And I went backstage, and it turned out uh, my parents' first landlord in New York was his best friend growing up. He's like, you know, Peppy with the glass eye, this trip. is great. And I'm like, he had a yeah. He said he used to take it out and he put his mouth to the girls. And yeah, <laughs> he told me this whole story. But the one thing he taught me, he said one night, uh, uh, is that don't ever try to go out there and make people laugh. Uh, it was more important to go out with a, a point of view uh, that you, f- and, and a, a humorous point of view that you find funny, mm-hmm. go out with something to say. Yeah. And if they find it funny, great. If they don't, F them, is what they told me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I remember doing that just, and there were nights you'd, you know, I, know, I don't know if I ever really bombed, um, not that I was great, it's just, but I never really killed and I did it for a while, and, and uh, you know, I, I did it a little bit in L.A., but, I, you know, over the years, I became friends with comics, and there's a yeah. different breed. There's a mm-hmm. different blood. I have such a, I'm such a fan of comedy, and when I see these guys, they're constantly writing. They're constantly coming up with an interesting yep. point of view, right, right. and I realized I didn't have that. Yeah. And what I was doing was, you know, I really liked comedic acting more. Mm-hmm. And so during the stand-up is when I, uh, I had a buddy who was writing plays and I just started doing plays in New York and here and there just, you know, and, you know, doing everything, you know, uh, painting apartment buildings at the time and bartending <laughs> and waiter, whatever you could do just to make right. a buck. I right. quit my job uh, as a reporter uh, and my mother went ballistic and I sold my car because you really don't need one in no. New York. And that's all the money I had. Yeah. And wow. um, I think I'd done it for just under a year, and I just said, you know, I, I was going to go to Juilliard. I figured, oh, I'll go be an actor, learn how to be an actor, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And my friend one night was just drinking uh, drinking some whiskey at his, this crappy apartment. We had a two-room apartment, and I had no money, and he, he bought me a mattress. And I slept <laughs> in his living room. And, uh, you know, we are like, I was like 24, 25, and we literally had the, you know, just... Those were the good old days. It was a great, you know, it was a great thing. People said, oh, it must be so hard to be broke in New York. Paul Newman once famously said, the only way to live in New York is above it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would second, you can also live below it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the people in the middle that struggle because they're trying to get to the top. Right. But if, if you got nothing and you have no aspirations <laughs> for something. Yeah. The tiniest little thing oh makes it a great day, right? Yeah. No. It, a it, bed. It, it, no, we did a bed. But, you know, <laughs> seriously, you know, I had a, you had a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. You make your rent. You had a couple bucks to get a, your coffee and, or something, a couple right. beers that night. And working in restaurants, I tell, you know, actors... You know, it's a great deal because right. you, you, every time you work, you eat for free, mm-hmm. and yeah. they don't know that. But uh, yeah, so it, it just—that's how it all came about. You know, it just—it kind of—it was just this um, kind well, of this process it? of where you—you know—you're kind of on a river, yeah. and you know, people struggle with the totally, oars trying yeah. to get yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And if you just take them out and let see where mm-hmm. it takes you, the current takes you. Uh, you, you know, f- amazing things can happen. And then what brought what was you the to cat- LA? Yeah, what was the catalyst to get here? Uh, literally a drunken night in New York saying, Ooh. I guess Juilliard, I, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, you and he looked at me and he goes, uh, uh, he said, it's a four year program. He said, you're going to be almost pushing 30 by the time you get mm. out. He said, go to California. They don't care. What, they don't they, care. He goes, you go, go to California, LA. Uh, they don't uh, care. Uh. They don't care if you have a resume or not. And oh, I, I thought you were going to say, they don't care if you're old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I, I moved out here, uh, and within six months, I had a five-year contract with uh, an ABC soap opera. Mm. And uh, yes. within is, five months, yes. six months, six months. Yeah, that was poor Charles, insane, right? That was man. poor Charles. Poor yeah. Charles. Wow. Nice. So you you came out here six months later. You booked this big gig. Yeah. Acting. Yeah. Um, and so did you think, oh man, this is going to be a piece of cake here in Los Angeles? No, 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 no. First of all, you know, it, it's, it was six long months, but. Again, I, you know, I, I, I took that mentality I had in New York. I, 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 when I decided to be an actor, I, I never had this delusion of wanting to be famous or be rich. That anybody who gets into it for that, um, you, you know, is is in for a long, yeah, uh, you know, struggle. Absolutely. Because um, it's not about that. Uh, it, for me, it was the process of it. I remember one of my first auditions. I got to audition for Friends. And I was on the Warner Brothers lot, and I walked out of there, and you know I did really well. I got, and I called all my friends. I'm, you know, I had the first cell phone. You know, I finally <laughs> yeah, got yeah, a yeah, cell yeah. phone, yeah. and I went and I called. My, actually, that's not true. I had to go to a payphone because I, oh. and I started calling a bunch of my buddies. I said, "You're not gonna believe where I am. Where I'm on the Warner Brothers lot. I just read for Friends. You're gonna be on Friends. I'm like, no, I don't think I got it, <laughs> which I didn't. But I was just so stoked. I was there, yeah. yeah, you know, and yeah. Um, you know, again, I I got a I had two jobs. I, I again I, I had a lot of uh, experience in New York with and I worked with uh, painting and then out here I had done contracting and yeah. you know I got uh, with contractors. I wasn't a contractor, but you know I did carpentry and, and I did painting and during the day and then at night find a bar, find a restaurant, bartend and it was great. You're a hard worker, yeah. man. Well, well, it's just you but, were paying your dues big time. Well, the thing is, you, people say that, but like. I was enjoying paying my dues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I actually made more money doing all these little odd jobs. I had more cash in my pocket uh, on a daily basis than I did in New York as a reporter. When you start out, you're making nothing. Yeah. And I was miserable covering you know, house fires and people murdered and people hit by trains, which was a, oh, just oh, grisly. awful. Grizzly yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I've yeah. seen things that, you know, are... are, are I wish I could get rid of that. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the things yeah. you, you say. put them into your dark characters. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, it's in yeah. there. But, but you know, the the thing about it is, it was, um, you know, then I came here and it's like the sunshine. I'm not in Manhattan yeah. where yeah. it's all this mm-hmm. bi- buildings. It was the beach. I remember just, you know, 
Yeah. Just I enjoyed the process of, of That's really becoming cool. an actor yeah. and, and not knowing any kind of break would come, but always feeling I'm going to make a living as an actor. Yeah. I won't call myself an actor until I pay the majority of my bills with acting mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so people, I, I used to tell people at the bar, they'd come up and they'd go, oh, a guy like you, what are you, about 25? You know, you, bet you're an actor. I say, yes, I do a little acting until the bartending takes off. So they, <laughs> That's you know, good. And they would just kind of look at you. What? But they would always get you extra tips. Yeah, but, yeah. Till the well, I was going to say, so off. you really had a self-belief that you were gonna do it, you didn't have a timeline, or a, if it doesn't happen by, you just, you didn't doubt yourself. No plan B yeah. was, no my, plan was B. my plan. Yeah. There was no plan B. That's it's a like, good plan. So why not? And you, yeah. and you know what, and it was, I had a great time. I mean, we had a great time. And you know, the, I mean, hell, in some ways, the, the, the show, the first show I did, you know, it was five days a week. There's no hiatus on, on daytime dramas yeah. like that. Right, right. So it actually got in the way of a lot of our fun. It, yeah. it, but, mm-hmm. but I, you know, it turns out I'm, I grew up in Massachusetts in Rhode Island, and one of the guys on the show um, was an actor who grew up probably about 20 minutes from where I grew up. So I'm That's like, cool. I'm like, you're from Newton, dude? And he's like, are you from Attleboro? I'm like, yeah, we're mass holes. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, <laughs> there we are running around together. And yeah. then we had a little bit more money in our pocket. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, just a different yeah. different yeah. world. Exactly. But again, just kind of on that, yeah. on that mm-hmm. the, That's the cool, next, another step on the process. Right, Absolutely. Right. So what then when did, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, just kidding. Hey, Nolan, what, what, would you, <clears throat> what would you say are your strengths strengths as an actor. I mean, because obviously when you're doing video games and all that stuff, that's mm. pure acting as well. Yeah, you know, um, I think I just, I've always had a good imagination and uh, I've, I've never shied away from making an ass of myself. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not self-conscious like that. Yeah. And I think I, I've always, even when I was little, I, I'll preface this by saying, I, I, I've said this before, that some of the best actors you'll ever see are kids. Yeah. You watch a, a six, seven-year-old running around the backyard, and that treehouse is uh, a pirate ship, uh, and you know the sticks are the swords, and you know that whatever. There's they can make anything up, yep. yeah. and they just play, and they don't think about anything but playing and being in that role. Yeah, and. Um, you know, when mom runs out and goes, who's hungry? They don't go, oh, damn it, you broke our center. Everyone, back to zero, let's start again. <laughs> yep. They just go, yeah. arg, peanut butter and jelly, arg, and they're right back in it. Yeah. And I've right. always, when you watch a kid, it's like, I'm, I'm acting, I'm playing. I'm out, what? Yeah, no, that's fine. And then, and then I'm right back into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I just always embrace that spirit of play. Shakespeare never had actors, he had players. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I think we lost that that word uh, yeah. over time, and and everyone has their process, but that's mine. Mine is just I'd rather just be talking, whatever, and then they go action. I do all the work, the prep work before. I know my yeah. lines. An actor's job is not that difficult when it comes to know your lines, hit your mark, and 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 do it truthfully. Cool. And you know, because you got there's people who show up on a set before. You're there, and they're going to be there long after. Right. So you know, show right the respect the to them. Sure, man. And um, but yeah, no, and and I've never, you know, I just never have. Um, I don't know. I never. You don't I've overthink never it. I, I, you know, keep it simple, well, stupid. You're a collaborator, keep it simple, stupid. And you realize you recognize that you're part of the process. It's not just. Your it's one of my favorite things about yeah. it, and I think that's one of my favorite things about gaming. I don't think any part of the entertainment industry is more collaborative. Um, than uh, some of the the gaming stuff, especially the performance capture I get to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
You know, the funny thing is when you when so you meet funny. somebody and they go, wow, you've just really done so well and it, you, all these animated series you're doing, everything. Do you ever, in the cart, in the video games, do you ever want to do real acting? And you just... Still, boy. Yeah. Do you and like no, smack no, I, I want to keep doing the fake acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, you know, unitard acting with the sensors, that's <laughs> like, right. what? what's that? Um, <laughs> so do you feel like, what do you feel like for you was your sort of, I'm... I'm invoice or what was your break? Do you think it was Uncharted or for you? What my was it? my big break was without a doubt Uncharted. Mm -hmm. um, it it changed my life. Um, Amy Hennig, who created the series and was the one who cast me, pulled me aside when they I had the job and uh, said, "I want you to put as much of you into this character as as anything. You know, you you know, it's you in the in this situation." And going back to what we were talking about before, I was the kid in the backyard. Yeah. I was playing Indiana Jones now mm -hmm. in that type of character. And we sat and talked and, you know, I, I wanted to make him the, uh, the, the character that is, uh, he's the everyman. You know, at the time, games were just, you know, rough, tough, and guy gets shy, he's like, I'll keep going, you know? And instead of, or, you know, I remember, um, telling her about, I think when he punches someone, it should really hurt. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, I've been in fights and I was in a bar fight once and I hit this guy and boom, and you you know, you know, think you're like, yeah, take that. You're like, oh my God, I think I broke my hand. I'm pretty sure I broke my hand. That hurts so bad. And, and you know, so it was like, we, sure. we, did, we did that so with Nathan did, Drake. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, no, you know, <laughs> especially in the first game. We, we did a bunch of those things, and uh, it was great. So, yeah. yeah, so, so you know, when he falls on concrete, you're like, oh, I'm okay, you know, just do those. I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming, rather than, yeah. ah, jumps right because back up and goes. Because a lot of your ad-libs yeah, made it in, yeah, which we, is we, so yeah, cool. Absolutely. Which is so cool. But we were always encouraged to do that. Now, you know, and I, in fairness to uh, to Amy, who wrote the first three, and 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 Josh Sher in the fourth, we a lot of that was on the page. Um, right. Uh, but it was more in the in the gameplay where they would let you know. They also had lines written, and uh, especially with Amy when she. She got to know my voice so well that mm -hmm. you know I'd yeah. come in and like yeah I would definitely say that yeah. definitely yeah. say that. That's cool. That's so cool. so we talk a lot about the ad libbing, but um, I, I I'd be remiss if I said yeah I made it all up. It's all about me. Yeah. No, no, there was a, a lot of that stuff was on the page, and there are right, a few that right. that you know came out of me. Right. We used to call it um, panning for gold. You know, it's like it's yeah. a bunch of crap, but oh, oh there's there's one nugget, there's one. Yeah. and it mm -hmm. might make the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. and that was on yeah. their, that was their decisions. Yeah. One of the other uh, people I should mention that's very uh, integral in my success was Pat Brady, right? Uh, my agent, uh, who brought she's me over. She's mine too. She well, she's she's a sweetheart, and uh, I owe so much to her because uh, a friend of mine from that daytime show. She actually knew me from Port Charles, and uh, uh, one of the other actors on it said, "I'm going to put you in touch with this, this agent who does voiceover. You should do this." And my wife for years had just said, please stop badgering me with these voices at the house. You, you should do this. Yeah. Uh, and so, and Pat was at a, a smaller agency at the time, brought me, immediately brought me on board after she heard some of my stuff. And you know, I still didn't know what you do with that. Uh, and I really didn't have an understanding because, you know, I, I had grown up, it was Mel Blanc. I'm like, I only figured yeah. there's a few guys. I knew, I knew Frank Welker. I knew Paulson. Um, 
Uh, well, I knew all the Animaniacs. Yeah. So, you know, right. I, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and Tress and, right. and, 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 and what's the other Jess. guy's name? That one guy. Jess Harnell. The guy with a lot of hair? Yeah. yeah. Jess Harnell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it stays on when he keeps his hat on, too. It's his hair. <laughs> I so hope you see this, Jess. He watches. Oh, he, he watches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll know I'm yeah. kidding, too. He goes, he knows who I am. Yeah. Uh, no, um, you know, I knew Jess. I knew uh, Rob and Tress I, and, and Welker. And there were certain guys that, but Mel Blank, I didn't realize you could do this for a living yeah. and and everybody said oh well voiceover it's a very small community and it's really tough to break into and, and thank god for gaming which really kind of gave me my yeah. start mm-hmm. but pat brady was the first person who took me under her wing and then when she moved over to uh, cesd uh she brought me and a few other people with her mm-hmm. and um and there kathy lizio my other agent yeah. who is mm-hmm. i mean and all the agents there, but they handle most of the games and the animation. Yeah. Um, those two have been my angels. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just very, very, uh, very happy to 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 have them uh, as part of my team. I don't know if what if I I don't think I'd be where I am without yeah. them. Yeah. Well, let's do it for Pat. Hashtag CESD Pride. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'll there second that. We love yeah. CESD. Yep. So Uncharted was the big break, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take us a little bit, you know, go back if you can, and 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 take us through the process of how it came about, like the audition process. Where did it come? Were you nervous auditioning for it? Where, was it? Where, did you audition multiple times, callbacks? Yeah. No. You know what? The the thing is, is uh, when the daytime show had gone off the air, when Poor Charles had been uh, uh-huh. uh, canceled. Uh, I actually just, I had, now I was married at this point with uh, my second son had just been born. And uh, I just went into like, okay, now, you know, I'm going to, I literally bought a pickup and started putting up crown molding. I knew a guy who had a business <laughs> and I started putting up crown, and one of my friends, Chris Edgerly, who's who's now on The Simpsons yeah. uh, as a, like a utility player on The Simpsons doing great. Uh, he was my, my, my helper. And we'd go wow. and we, I, I think most of the crown molding in Valencia, California <laughs> was installed, was by, installed by me because I just undercut <laughs> all these other people. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They're selling it uh, on I did, eBay I did right some now. custom closets for people. You I did all that did? kind of stuff. Oh yeah, no, Your I did do all that stuff. Your house must be gorgeous. And, oh my gosh, no, I did all that stuff and, and, uh, but you know, and then gaming, started. they said, Hey, do you want to do a game? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to put this up. I, you know, and, and, uh, you know, that's when I started getting into gaming. So um, I had done another motion capture job uh, for Sony. And uh, finally, this thing for Uncharted came up. And I was, the first audition was actually at a just a, a standard studio where I'd done some uh, animation and uh, other games. Uh, I was in Burbank. Yeah, the agents called, and I I got the call, and they we came into they came, people were in the booth, and it was uh, Gordon Hunt, the director, Helen mm-hmm. Hunt's father, uh, who was a big big wig at uh, Hanna Barbera mm-hmm. for years, and uh, Amy Hennig, the creator and writer, and a couple other people, and they came in and they were telling me about the the uh, what it was and setting it all up, and I had the pages and I had looked at the the material and, and I said okay, and it was a it was a, a vocal booth. And they're in the booth with me, and there's the glass, and the engineers on the other side, and the doors open. I said, "Okay." They said, "Okay, whenever you're ready." And I went, "Okay." Are you, are you, you're gonna stay here? And they go, "Yeah." Is that okay? I'm like, "Don't you have to be in there?" And the doesn't they need the door shut? Yeah. And they all looked at each other, and they go, "You know, this is a motion capture, performance capture job, right?" And I'm like, "What?" 
Apparently go, not. <laughs> no, no, when we want you to use the space and move around, I said, this is a five by five yeah, room. I don't know where I'm going. I'm six feet now tall. We're all, now I'm making jokes about it. We're laughing. And so I started reading the lines just kind of like I would do. Now I literally had to switch into a, like an on-camera job. Right, I get it. Okay. Right. So I started I doing that. It. And for some reason they gave me a call back and it might, it was probably just because of the, 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 the talk we and the banter we had going between it, laughing about the fact that I had no idea what they were talking <laughs> right, about. Right, right, right. The, the callback, it, the next audition, was over uh, in Santa Monica, and it was a proper, like, uh, it looked like a dance studio room. Yeah. Wood floors, and the same people were there, but now they're at a table, and there was a girl sitting there reading with me, and I used the space, and they said, you know, in this scene, he has to jump behind a rock or whatever, and um, I took a chair, put it out in the middle of the room, and as I'm, you know, had to pretend I was running with a gun, shooting, and I ran to slide behind the chair, oh, no. and I had to come up like this, ready to go. And I slid, and I miss, miss kind of mis, <laughs> misjudged the slickness of the oh, wood no. floor, and I slid right by, and like with my other hand, grabbed the the chair. And slip by, and I and one of the famous utterances that Nathan Drake was. I said it for the first time, out of nowhere. I just went, oh crap, and I pulled myself back behind the chair, and I said, I ah, was pretty stupid, and and then just continue with the lines. Yeah, yeah. And all oh, crap for any Uncharted fans mm -hmm. out there yeah. know that that became kind of that my signature, signature thing, yes. and it came out of this complete mistake I'd made. Wow. Also. The girl reading with me was Emily Rose, who became Elena from the uh -huh. series. Nice. Uh, she, we awesome. just had a certain thing going, and she's gone on to great successes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it's it was I remember the room. That's so uh, cool. You know, man. it was really really cool. And yes, it's my big break. It's made me a better actor. I've worked with amazing actors over the years. Yeah. Um, and and being the lead on a project and having so many people out there be so. Um, uh, you know, fond of this series, yeah. oh, they and, and it's and it's somebody oh, yeah. that is me. You yeah. know that it's not. I'm not putting on a voice or anything. It's just, um, right, it's right. just me, and in that those circumstances. Mm -hmm. So wow. it's very very special. Well, you were. Me. There's no question. I mean, you were you were born to play that. I mean, you are him. <laughs> he is you. It's like yeah. Okay. Off yeah. topic. Sure. And and by the way, congratulations because <laughs> yeah. that's that's a big giant thing, man. And it's like. It just keeps going and Absolutely. going, and everyone's discovering but it. It's so cool. Slightly off topic, off that topic, but <laughs> we've had some people request, and they say, oh. when you have Nolan on the show, can you please have him do his Sean Connery? He's the best dad. Oh, no, including no. Including no. my buddy Jay Foghead, who's probably walking right now. <laughs> well, no, now. he was talking no. about, like, no, it's, it's Sean no Connery, like, as a B actor trying to yes. get oh, an extra cool. job. That was it. Was that Foghead? Jay Foghead. Yes. What it was is... Um, <laughs> One of the one of my favorite times of my life yeah. is when uh, is before we had all these USB mics and all these things where you can audition from home. Yes, right. it was a pain in the butt, but we used to have to drive to the agency mm -hmm. to CSD in yeah. in, uh, in uh, Century City area, L.A., and you'd have to go in, sign in to do your auditions, um, and you'd pick up your your copy and and you'd start working on it and you look at it, but. The lines, there's so many clients, the the, right. the wait could be oh. two hours or more. Yeah. So we used to call it, you know, just 
hanging on the marble because it's a marble foyer yeah. that's out there. <laughs> right, right. And hanging we would just marble. make things up. And again, my my pride with all the um, the comics that I knew. Yeah. Chris Edgerly was was uh, one of them who just you know we would just go out there and do bits. We just do bits all the time. And one of the ones I came <laughs> up with is. Um, I said, imagine, you know, we, you know everyone do, would do impressions that were going yeah. back and forth. You know, yeah. it's like, here's your Pacino. Everyone's doing And then everybody would start doing it. And then, and, and, and at the time, and you'd be going back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, everyone had a Sean Connery. And it's not that this one's very good or not. But what we do is we, I said, no, no, no. And somebody, we'd always try to up our, each other and, and top yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do Sean Connery. And I said, well, this one may not be good. But how about Sean Connery? had he not made it. <laughs> and it was just like, can you imagine what would happen? And it'd just be like he walks in to gets his copy, like yeah, all the bunch of schmucks that we were there, and he's just like, like, hey, Sean. He's like, Hello, gentlemen. Listen, uh, I, have to, I have to run pretty quickly because I have an audition for the new Cheetah Girls movie over at <laughs> Disney, so fingers crossed. Also looking to become the new spokesman for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Or is it Fila? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> and it just, uh, we would go back, yeah, we would just make this stuff up, oh. and everybody would. It passes you know, the time. Yeah, and, and sister. You know, man. then we'd come in, and then we just always try to top each other. That's good. And, yeah. um, and, and the sad thing is, one of our good our friends was Jason Connery, who was a, a, a client there. Oh. And, you know, he'd come in and be like, no, don't do that, because you wouldn't do it. Because, you know. <laughs> He, 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 you know what upset him? He's the nicest guy, and he's oh. just like, well, I hope. I, I mean, he'd probably find it funny too, but he's like, let's not push the boundary yeah, yeah, that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. We'll you never know. We'll go off to somebody else. Yeah. I love that. So funny. Okay. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Thank that. No, but, but that's, that's what cool. we do. You know, it was, and and you know, there you go. There's this. There's that. We go back to the beginning with yeah. the, you know, you're struggling trying to find your success, your niche, but you're having fun every well, day. Absolutely. Uh, the one great thing about the voiceover community, and you, I'm sure people have sat here and told you this before, it is the best group of people. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and, and you literally become um, uh, kind of a family, you know, yeah. and, and and it's crazy because, you know, those guys I mentioned before, I mean, Jess Harnell, watching him and He's a buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, maybe not after he hears what I said. Right. But yeah. No, but, but I saw I saw Rob Paulson today. Yeah. You yeah. know, I play golf now with yeah. Frank Welker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. it's unbelievable that you get to not only work and know your heroes, but yeah. to become friends with them. Mm -hmm. um, Maurice Lamarche. I mean, oh, I mean th these amazing yeah, talents. Yeah, um, yeah. It, yeah. It's it's uh, a yeah. and the common denominator and all those guys you just mentioned is that each one of them is like a genuinely super loving, yeah. kind person. Genuine yeah. is the big yeah. key because, yes. because there are so many disingenuous people totally. in the entertainment industry. Right. And I, I think, right. I think it, then it go, again, it goes back to um, people who want to be famous rather than be exactly. well-respected for yeah. what they do. Do you find when you go into the on-camera world in projects, I mean, like you were on Pretty Little Liars for a good while, um, <laughs> You know that you kind of create a little bubble around yourself to keep that. Um... Um, no, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that. You know, it just I. Uh, you know, somebody once told me this. Well, you're from the East Coast. You got a good BS meter. Yeah. You know, and and there's some there's great people in in the on camera world. There's I mean that's it's not a knock against them. It's just that. I think when it's not your appearance, it's not your. 
um, your your physical appearance, who yeah. you, you are. Um, right, right. You know, people. Uh, I remember the first time I did Port Charles. I went into my dressing room like the first week, and there was a box of fan mail. Yeah. And I'm opening it up and going, I think you're a great actor. I'm such a huge fan. Could you please send me a picture? And they're like, Oh, I'm such a fan. And we hadn't aired yet. And I just remember going, Oh my God. Yeah. This it's all it all means nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'd much rather be uh, respected for what I what I what I do and what I've done. Rather than who I am, right, um, right. because you know, I mean, Frank Welker is probably—he's my hero. I, I oh, see him, yeah. and I'm like, when I grow he's up, a hero. I say, when I grow up, I want to be Frank, like Frank Welker. Yeah. He is one of the kindest, most uh, genuine human beings I've ever met, yeah. mm -hmm. and um, you know, just—it's all about it. You know, he—he's truly um, one of those people who works to live he doesn't live to work mm -hmm. and uh you know that kind of mentality has yeah. yeah. served him well yeah. for many years yeah he's brilliant um when you when you think about your range um you know a lot of your i mean you have you have such great range as a comedic actor a dramatic actor um in your own voice in a character voice i mean when you talk to and and people that are watching how important do you think especially in games the range. What does it? Do you need to have a thousand voices? Do you need to have? I mean, accents, dialects. Like, what do you think? Um, if someone's watching, you know, to really be competitive. No, I, I tell people this. Uh, I've financially done better with my own voice and mm. Nathan Drake than yeah. just about anything mm -hmm. I've ever done. I think. Um, I've, yeah, I mean, I, I've been blessed with a, a pretty good range. Uh, you yeah. know, I've I, I joked around, you know, I, it's what I got in trouble in school for. And, and I think Rob Paulson once said yep. that, too. Yep. And he said, me, too. That's This yeah. is it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, the great thing is is I've, I've been able to play some leading man characters like Nathan Drake and Desmond Miles. and mm -hmm. the, um, But the range part, I think, has kept things for me very steady, yeah. like Rob Paulson, like Jeff Glenn Bennett, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, you know, yeah. it, it's, the, you know, my son uh, is uh, almost 17 and he's now decided this is what he wants oh, to do. Cool. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I, you know, we've had long talks and I said, listen, you don't ever, you, you're unique. Uh, and, and every actor out there is is a so unique talent. So this is advice you gave right. your son, yeah. which might help somebody else out there. Absolutely, yeah, and, yeah. and and I said nobody else can play you, especially on camera. I, the one thing that we're, um, we talked about earlier, how Uncharted made me a better actor. Yeah, I got to um, help cast uh, Uncharted two and three and four, and I was on that side of the table. Mm. And the thing is, people came in to audition, and I, they would read with me, and then we would discuss it. Here's the thing. Nobody was bad. Just somebody was more right than the others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you realize, wow, I've done this for a long time. I'm confident I'm going to go give them me. Rather than give a producer or a director what you think they want, mm -hmm. give them you in that role, and if it's, if it's meant to be, it'll, it'll happen. Yeah. Um, because there's, you know, you know, if you and I are reading against each other about something and we're trying to give that, that director what we think he wants, we're going to give him a version 
that's not truthful to who you are and who I am. So yeah. if I go in and do it, this is how Nolan would do it. Yeah. And this, and, and, you that's just that. how it works. Yeah. And Chuck's going right. to do it this way. Yeah. And then they go, okay, yeah, you know, that, that works, that, it, that doesn't works work. it doesn't work. And and I think um, that's the best advice I have for that. Yeah. I, I think range can can afford you opportunities to not always be, um, you know, in some of the animation I find that yeah. more so, and the games. Uh, a funny thing is, uh, but no, you can have uh, Patrick Warburton. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he pretty much right. has that voice, and that's <laughs> yeah. what he does. Yeah. And he's slaying it with that. Yes. Totally. yes. You, the, the most important thing is whatever voice you want to use, whatever you have, uh, just, just know how to act with that voice. It's not just uh, an ability to make a sound, mm -hmm. just no. act, 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 act. Learn yeah. to be an actor yeah. first. Yeah. Yay! Did you get that? Act! Acting, we love it. Well, that's all we have for part one with Nolan North. Wow, what a cool dude. So great. We'll be so back great. next week with part two. Yes, we will. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you, you always have time for a little buzz. Just listen to VO Buzz Weekly, watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com, on their YouTube channel, or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time, and remember, you always have time for a little buzz.